There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean fangirl And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 11 of season 3 of The Expanse. You know, last episode felt so much like a finale. It was so weird having another episode. And we have a couple. (laughs) We still have a couple. Yeah. And, like, just tweeting it, I'm like, where's Wes? I mean, like, Wes Chatham and where's Cass Anvar? Like, they were kind of quiet. Yes. And Miss Tipper as well, because she's tweeting... No, I'm out on the beach for a party. Uh, you can ask me stuff, but I can't tweet the episode with you guys. I'm like, what? You're chilling out on a beach? Dang, okay. And then it made me wonder, wait, why? Yeah. <laughs> why are you hanging on the beach, girl? But it was it was a really good episode, and we didn't have a lot of the primary characters in it, though. No, we didn't. We hardly saw them at all. But, but it was so good. Yes, absolutely it was. Did you get any ratings? Yes, we did. Episode 11 had a 0.18 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.670 million viewers, making it the 49th rated cable show for the day, which was up from the previous week. Well, that's good. I think yes, it's it is. been amazing. I think a lot of people were surprised, like, wait, there's more? Yeah. <laughs> of course there is, people. Well, seriously, like that very... Last scene with Holden? That could have totally been the finale. That would have been a massive cliffhanger to end the season on, yes. Yeah. And that just concerns me even more that we're going to get an even bigger one. Oh, God, (laughs) yes. All right, why don't you take us into episode 11? All right, Fallen World. Drummer and Ashford find themselves trapped with few options for survival and attends to the wounded masses as Melba continues to hunt down her prey. The Rossinati crew struggles to survive as Naomi reunites with her true family. Crazy Melba. Yeah. Which, I'm just going to throw this out here already. Apparently in the book, because what I was seeing, she's even nuttier. That wouldn't surprise me a bit. It surprised the hell out of me. How can she get crazier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Them mouths, man, they, they kind of flip-flop quite a bit, so. Like singular focus. Yes. You say squirrel loud enough, they're going in the other direction. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, apparently, last episode took a lot out of Holden. Yeah, because he's still unconscious after completing the circuit at the station. Knocked me the hell out, too. Yeah, his brain is on overload. And, of course, when Bobby isn't able to revive him, she makes the command decision that she and her team will take him with them. Well, they do still have their orders, right? Yes, to bring him in for questioning. Bobby's a smart one, though. 
Yes, she is, because she notices that the bullets they shot were still suspended in the air. And before firing up their rocket boots, she says, uh, let's hold on a second. Let's take a shot through there. Don't hit anything. Because <laughs> if you do, you're going to end up like the other guy. Right. Oh, and look what this means. Apparently, the speed limit has been massively lowered. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay then. Good yeah. thing you Thanks. checked. Yeah. <laughs> or they all would have been goo. Yep. Super screwed. So, all right. They figured it out, and Bobby gets them all back to the, the ship. I was a little surprised, because it's like, how slow did they have to go? Yeah, very. <laughs> yeah, they went, I think they went from, like, about 78 to 100, down to 14, or se- 14 to 17 or something. I mean, it was, talk about crawling. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the dropship, Holden starts to flatline. So Bobby does get him revived, and then they find out what the heck is happening everywhere. Right. So she gets a report that a third of the people on the Houston are dead. It's like, holy crap, that's probably what happened to every ship. Right. Since everything had that serious, like, stop wall happen. Yeah, slamming into a wall. And, oh, man. Well, it had to happen because... The LT decided to throw a grenade. Yep. But her pilot and, I don't know, just the other Marine. Right. We're, we're pretty pissed because yeah. they're just like. It's all Holden's fault. Right. And that wasn't a defense move by the station. Well, the station at this point doesn't know what you're doing. It's been attacked repeatedly. Right. And her pilot's like, that was a massacre. And this was interesting on Twitter because a lot of people were like, okay, what our, we're going to say the human race is talking about in this moment does not necessarily translate over to an alien race. Right. It just knows that things moving fast are bad. So I was like, oh, that's, I wouldn't have even thought about that. Right. Like that they're not necessarily trying to kill us. They're just like thinking, "Eh, I need to stop this fast. Yeah. And it's about to get out of hand, so I'm going to do what I think will slow it down. So I reduce the speed limit. Sorry I didn't give you any warning so you could strap in and be prepared, but you guys are lobbing grenades at me, guys. Right. And I have work to do. Holden being <laughs> out cold, they can't ask him anything. No. And of course, the fellow Marine is like, oh, he's sleeping like a baby. And she's like, no, he's not. His brainwaves are out of control. Right, off the charts. He's still trying to process what's been dumped in his head. And, of course, this Marine is apparently thinking, oh, well, he must be in tr- control of the station then. And he's the one doing all this. Dude, really? This stuff was happening long before he got there. Yeah. Although I can understand him being like, what the hell, dude? You seem to be in this mess a lot. Yeah. But still, the guy saying, oh, maybe we should end this, and canning Bobby the gun, not volunteering to do it himself. Because if he is in in charge of the station, what's it going to do? It's going to go after the person trying to pull the trigger, right? Yes. That's kind of (laughs) shitty, dude. Yeah. Well, and of course, he questions her loyalty to the mission. I I was (laughs) like... 
Wow. Bobby goes, wait a minute. I fired the weapon at Holden first. Right. And I'm the one who got your ass out of there without you dying. Right. Oh, when that happened, I was like, ooh, dude, you were going to eat those words. Yeah. And you get the feeling that those two could possibly try to take control of the dropship from Bobby. And I want to see that happen. Oh, my gosh. I think she will <laughs> lay them Bobby out. And just beat the crap out of both of them. <laughs> uh, I just couldn't believe the dude was going there. But, yeah, yeah. she keeps her head about her. She has been dealing with so much more crap than they have. And so I'm glad she's smart. And like I, I tweeted out, Bobby's smart. Her crewmates, not so much. Yeah. Kind of worried what they're going to do. Especially when we get more bad news. Yeah. At the rate of speed that they are able to travel, it will take seven months for them to escape the ring. And that's the big ships. Yeah. That's not even talking about, it was going to take them, what, two weeks, I think she said, to get back to the Houston? Yes. And they don't have that much, you know, in regards to supplies. No. Not not even the two weeks, the seven months. It's like, duh, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. But Bobby says, we'll figure it out. Yeah, because, all right, these soldiers don't seem to be holding up as well as the belters. No, not at all. And you go, wow, is Bobby just that much better than everybody else from Mars? Well, like I said, Bobby has been through a lot more than these people have and Apparently. seen a lot oh, more. Yes. So I'm thinking she just has a better understanding of all the crap. Yep. And of course, when Ashford makes his announcement, the uh, Mars soldiers aren't um, quite sold on the idea, but Bobby tells them that it's the right idea. We're in this together, and this is the only way we're going to get out of it. Right. But, oh, God, these guys. You need, yeah. You know what? You need to get it together. Yeah, they they seem as gr- almost as green as... Oh, those couple that they saved. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinopoli and company. Yes, I couldn't think of the names. But Draper goes back down, checks on Holden, and he's kind of awake. His eyes are open. Trying to open, anyway. Yeah, mumbling. And she's like, what? What's wrong? What What happened? What did you see? And then we get that ominous, I had a vision of what? Of everything. Of nothing. Of the end of everything. Wait a second. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. Let's not go there. Let's rewind a little. Oh, we can't. Of everything, fine. The end of everything, not fine. Right. Oh, we can't go backwards. Okay, I guess that's all we're getting out of holding this episode. Yeah. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm not stressed out or anything. It's fine. Oh. And, of course, things are bad aboard the Thomas Prince. But, unfortunately for us, lucky for Melba, she didn't get too injured when the uh, deceleration interrupted her attempt to murder Tilly. But a whole lot of people had a lot of different things happen. Yeah, she does appear to have a broken arm, though that pales in comparison to Tilly, who is impaled on some pipes in the ceiling. How the hell the pipes just suddenly break? Was that part of the accident? Yeah. I'm calling it an accident because it's like, that's what you think of when a crash happens. Right. (laughs) Even though it wasn't exactly that. Yep. Yep. Apparently that sudden stop 
caused the pipes to break and threw Tilly right up into it. That was messed up. Big time. And of course, I immediately thought back to how Janelle left Warehouse 13. I went, oh man, not again. You need to quit messing with us, sci-fi. Yeah. But Anna emerges from her quarters, basically okay. But I didn't understand what she was doing. All of a sudden she goes for like a first aid kit and then injects herself. But it turns out that she was taking a nap and she had been like strapped into her bed. So that's why she is basically okay. So she must have just been kind of hurting. And I'm guessing that was almost like, here, have some Tylenol. Right. Or it might have been a little something for now being in zero G as well. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because she sees dead bodies just floating everywhere. This episode, the special effects people. Oh, my God. You guys were amazing. Yes, absolutely And amazing. that was tweeted out repeatedly because yes. of all the zero-G. And and I didn't even think about that. Like, when they're talking about what, in the triage area, what is going to happen to these people unless they can get gravity back online. Right. And so they brought in, like, just the visuals and the actual science of it. I was like, I didn't even think about that. Because right. you see dead bodies floating. You see blood droplets which was so weird and then you see somebody like using a vacuum to suck up the dr- blood droplets and of course the the nurse or doctor whoever in charge who's all bloodied up explains some of the science to us right because she wants to help she's actually also a nurse and could actually help but when she finds out that no in zero g Wounds can't drain or heal, and internal bleeding is a death sentence. Right. And i that's not something I would know. No, not at all. Because yeah, she's like, there's sutures and bandages. I can totally help. What's going on? Just point <laughs> me. No, no, no. Yeah. That ain't how it works. So he notices that she's like a preacher, and she explains, you know, what she is. And he's like, well, maybe you talk to your boss. Put in a good yeah. word, because things are only going to get worse. So it's like... Oh, man, this is going to be something that Anna is not going to be able to deal with. Right. Of course, she goes on wound patrol and finds Melba and her broken arm. Uh, Unfortunately, just out of sight from Tilly. Well, Melba is smart enough to get away from the body so that there's not a question. And Melba gets taken to one of the triage areas and they're like, all right, well, let's slap this on. It's going to help you heal your broken arm. And she's like, well, what happened? Oh, well, massive deceleration. And all the ships are being pulled to the center. And of course, oh, that piques her interest a little. Yes. All ships, you say? Hmm. That may give me an opportunity to get to the Rossi and take care of my task. You don't even know what is going on out there, lady. No. (sighs) So, as Anna is in the triage area after taking Melba. She gets interrupted by a communication from a hand terminal from Tilly. She can't really say anything, and she doesn't know what's going on, because obviously if you have pipes sticking out of you, you're not going to be too coherent either. No. But there's a little too much interference, but Anna goes off in search for her. And not two seconds later, Melba gets up and walks off as well. And you think, this is not going to end well for Anna. Oh, no. I thought she was going right after her to follow her. Yeah. 
And I was just like, oh, no. Oh, this is not. No, don't you dare. And Anna finds Tilly still impaled on the ceiling and calls for help. Oh, this was breaking my heart. Right, because basically Tilly tells her, this is your fault. I don't oh. know if she was, like, necessarily blaming. No, I don't I think, think she it was. I think it was almost like a joking, this is your fault. Right, but yeah, she wouldn't have confronted Melba if Anna wouldn't have said, You should go talk to you, her. You could do it. Right, because she explains to her that Melba is Clarissa Mao, and she wants to kill Holden. And I think Anna is just kind of dumbstruck at this moment. Oh, absolutely. And then she starts telling her, don't worry, they're coming. You know, you're going to be fine. Oh, God, this hurts so bad. Because, damn you, special effect. Yes. Because she's suspended there, and the tears that she's trying to cry are not coming out, and they're kind of just floating, like, right at her eye. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, they're all just gathering right at the bottom of her eye, and you just go, oh. You're, you're, oh. you're breaking my heart. Yes. And then she looks at her, and she's just like, you're really good at this. Because she just keeps telling Tilly, hang on, they're coming, they're going to fix you up. And Tilly knows the situation, because I'm guessing yeah. Tilly has been in zero-G before and knows everything, and this was Anna's first time. And... Then Tilly's gone. And I could not actually tweet this. I was just like, no, go, why? What? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Plus, I didn't want to spoil it for anybody, but I'm like, ah, why? And I think this is the moment when Anna's like, oh, this shit just got real. Yeah. Like, you have this crazy person who wants to kill somebody who's, as far as I know, is the point person for all of this right is a hero what is gonna happen yeah so she goes back to the med bay and finds a wounded soldier that happens to have a weapon and snags it and heads off to try to find melba oh yeah and then tells the other what the nurse or whatever like oh you you need to tell me where melba is now she's like go find her yourself yeah she flips her calm thing and Gives her, gives Anna the program on hers. Yeah, it's like, oh, this doesn't seem like this is going to go well. Because uh, I was really afraid for Anna. Exactly. But when she does find her, she's all suited up and about to leave the ship. What? 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 Uh, exactly. I, I don't understand. Where do you think you're going? And Anna's yelling. But Anna yelling at her, the only thing you can do is beg for mercy. We know what you did. And basically there was like a big middle finger because Melba's (laughs) like, bye, I'm out. Right out the door. Yeah. And somebody pointed this out too, that as the door opened and the air basically got sucked out of that little airlock, Anna's voice kept changing. Like her screams changed because they're not hearing you on the other side. Basically what they're pointing out. Right. And I'm just like, what's this little psychopath off to do? Where where are you running? And how does nobody notice this? How <laughs> are the airlocks not like in lockdown? Right. I'm uh really? Apparently what I think should be happening with future tech, like basically lock your doors. Right. And not let somebody just get out. Uh, apparently that doesn't happen. No. Or Melba stole some tech from her dad that Allows her to just basically hack into anything. Maybe. Yeah, because she's 
hacked into the Rossi and hacked into the Thomas Prince now. Well, let's go over to the behemoth, because things look really bad over there. Yeah. Because we see both Drummer and Ashford being pinned between farm equipment. Yep, because gotta love the Mormons. Yeah. Now, fortunately, Ashford's only pinned, thinking he might have a couple of broken ribs, maybe a punctured lung. In Drummer's case, her leg has been impaled. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how you're not just screaming. Right. But they can't really see each other. They can see each other, but not really well. Right. And, like, Drummer has to almost turn around, which, hello, you got that piece of equipment through your leg. You're not turning too much. How you're not, when you do do it, I I don't know how you didn't pass out. I was about to pass out for you. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Drummer's pretty good, though, because she's like, all right, well, she seems to know about how all the equipment could be used. Right. And it's kind of funny because Ashford's like, oh, don't worry. Somebody's going to come looking for you. And she's like, um, no. I didn't tell anybody because I wanted to get away from my pig-headed first officer, you. Yeah. <laughs> and just with their back and forth, and I know I tweeted this out. I'm like, oh, my God, they're like an old married couple. Yes. <laughs> And I really liked it, but I was like, okay, are they fighting because they know one of them is going to die? Right. And then I'm like, no, one of them's going to die? Yeah, they can't get the equipment moved because if it goes backwards, it'll crush Ashford. And if it goes forward, drummer's done. So the only way would be up. Yeah. And, of course, going up, all the controls that would actually unlatch it actually have been damaged so even that's not an option now but somehow drummer spots a handheld terminal just floating around and we that they get it used to call for help this i'm like how the hell are you gonna use the force yeah <laughs> but it was interesting how they they were going to attempt this right because they've got one of the Pieces of, the piece of equipment's got a mechanical arm on it, so they're going to have to work together. Ashford can control it, but Drummer's the only one that can see it. Yeah, so this is going to take a lot of teamwork. Yeah, and the first attempt fails horribly. True. And the second attempt, oh, he gets it. I'm like, yes! <sighs> and then, like, this is where I was questioning... Oh, absolutely. Because she's like, yes, you got it. And, like, he starts to move it, and then his hand, like, he, like, looks at his hand, and then he's like, ah! And he's like, oh, it just short-circuited. And it crushes the the glass on the hand terminal. Right. And I was like, okay, did he just do that on purpose? I was thinking the same thing. Because that's what it Even the look on his face was... Like it was almost on purpose. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. Yep, I did too. I thought, oh, he is out to take over the ship, and he's just going to bide his time until Drummer dies. Because I was just thinking, okay, he knows that his wound isn't so bad, but if he waits long enough, she's going to die. Right. That's That's what I felt like. Yep, absolutely. So, I don't know, do you think? That's what actually happened? Because a lot of people are like, oh, no, because why wouldn't he use that then to, if nothing else, crush her? Right. As this 
interaction between them went on, I don't know if it was Ashford intentionally trying to butter up Drummer or what. Because what he did after he got free just completely blew me away. Right, right. I agree with you. So it's just, it was too hard to gauge. They uh, have a uh, who's been closest to death war story time. And we see Drummer's situation is getting pretty dire. And once again, kudos to special effects because we see the sweat on her forehead and it just balling up there man it's just stuck there oh yeah and even like a little bit later when she says something about uh how did she say it exactly like oh you, the mormons can't even get rid of day and night like they couldn't let go of the planet right and she starts staring off into space like i was like oh my god she's getting closer to death is what i was thinking right and She's like staring up and you just, you see a body like float by even. Yep. I was like, oh my God, this is getting like serious. And it's just, that wasn't even something they needed to show because as far as we know, they were alone in that area. Right. And so just the little things like that and you see other debris kind of float by up there, like way up there. Right. So yeah, special effects, amazing. Of course, Ashford coughs up some blood and you go, oh. Maybe he is a little more hurt. Yeah, it's a little more hurt. Maybe he does have a punctured lung. Yeah. Internal uh, injuries uh, will cause death in zero G. Yes, but Drummer is seriously being the captain. And I don't know if it was so much with what Ashford said to her, where she's like, oh, I didn't want these stupid uniforms. I wanted to be individuals because that's what we are as belters. And he's like, right. no, we need everybody to see us as equals and as one. Right. And then we can be who we are. And I don't know, like I said, if it was everything that they said back and forth, but the she's singing that they did. Yeah, but she's like, <laughs> we're not going to both die, basically. Yeah. And jump starts the rig and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she's like, what I got to do? Yep. I'm the captain. And I was just like, holy shit. Because then she's like, you have your ship. And she like zaps the controls to move it. Where she's being hurt, and he can get free. And he gets free. And I was kind of surprised because he calls for help for the captain. Right. It's like, all right, so she's still alive is what it looks like. Yes, we see her where it looks like she's still alive. She has not died yet. She's hardcore. She's not giving up. No, she's one tough belter. And when, when they do this, it's like, all right, well... The only thing he can think of, because they're telling him, there's a whole lot of people hurt, a whole lot of people going to die. Yeah. It's like, well, spin the drum. Because we're the only ones that can have gravity if this works. If this works. Yes. And that was the big if. Because we see that they they turn it on, and you see, like, the, uh, the jets start, and it starts to turn. Well, by doing this, they could die. But right. they ended up <laughs> maintaining or being able to get one G of gravity. Right. All right. Bring all the sick into the, the drum because now we're going to be able to take care of these people. Right. I don't know really what it was with Ashford either. Do you think part of that was seeing all the blood on the command deck? Probably. 
like, I'm going to probably have everybody die otherwise. Right. And he's been in battles before. Right. So, you know, even the story that he that he told her was one where, yeah, he, he took a chance and it just happened to work out okay. And so, yeah, he's facing a, an impossible situation. He's going to probably lose the whole crew unless he tries something just out there. Mm-hmm. So firing up the drum was the only thing that might give them any hope. And, of course, when it works, it's his ship. Yeah. Of like, wait a second. Yeah. Because, of course, he sends out a wide band to all the other ships saying, send your wounded to us. We've got, we got a gravity. way to heal them, and uh, our arms are open. Oh, yeah. I, now, first of all, when he's like, belters embrace you all, it's like, oh, well, you know what? <laughs> they're going to come out of this, assuming they're all coming out of this. And what are they going to do? They're going to have to report what happened, that the right. behemoth was the only one that was able to save them. Yep. And if this was meant for a long-term travel, if it's going to take seven months to get out, they're all going to be on that that vessel. Yep. So I was like, oh, okay, now the belt is going to be the ones that saved them all. Right. So that was interesting, but I was a little like, when he said my ship, I'm like, wait, what, what, what? Yeah, he didn't say acting captain either. He said, this is the captain of the behemoth. Yeah, I'm like, drummer, you better pull through. You better pull yeah. through. <laughs> exactly. Because we're going to need a little smackdown happening, because I have a bad feeling that there's a little Mr. Somebody who's going to be trying to cozy up to get second in command here. Yeah. Diago, in case you were wondering. All right. Yes. Now, of course, Naomi Skiff, also goes through the same deceleration. Fortunately, she was buckled in as well, so she's a bit bloodied, but otherwise isn't harmed too badly. Yes, that's and, good. Yeah, that's very good. But she tries to rev up the ship to go faster, which is a very bad idea. It ends up overloading the system, and it catches fire. <sighs> really? But another cool special effect. Yes, it was, because it, like, bubbled. Yes, and she knew exactly what it was going to do, and because it was in slow motion, it was gave her enough time to get out of the way, get suited up, and open the hatch to extinguish it before it exploded. Yeah, that was super impressive. Yes, and then, of course, she finds a wrench and tosses it out into the goop, and it goes for a few feet and then disappears. And you go, well, hopefully that hasn't changed because that's the only way Naomi's getting to the Rossi now. Oh, I I was wondering what she was doing with that at first. Right. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, she's like, all right, guess I got to just wiggle my way out of this goop. Yep. And find the Rossi. So, but she does. <laughs> It's How did she damp. get in? But she just like, <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Okay, Rossi, it's me. Well, she knows all the ins and outs of just about all the circuitry, and I'm sure the the hatches on the hull were not something that Miss Mao was too concerned with, so um, maybe disabled them just 
in case. Okay. But Naomi gets into Rossi, and it looks like it's deserted. I was freaking out. I'm yes. Like, Where, where's our people? Where's our people? What happened to Alex and Amos? Yeah. There was a lot of, dude, where are you? Guys. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> and then, perfect shot when she goes down to the mess. Of course, yeah. it is a mess. But what's floating? The lasagna. I'm like, oh, that's just perfect and sad. Yes. What's going on? I was but like, uh, Alex is alive, fortunately, but... Deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she and starts searching, though... tries to <laughs> explain where's Holden. <laughs> he oh. with Miller. <laughs> I love it. She's like, what? Yes. Yeah. But I was like, okay, deep breath. Alex is fine. Well, kind of, sort of. Right. And then she goes yeah. looking for Amos. And I'm just... And I know I tweet out. I'm like, dude, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> because he was just quiet, too, on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, God, what does this mean? Right. And he looks like he had a pretty bad bump on his head as well. Oh, yeah, that was really funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> when she finally gets him to open his eyes, you know, you changed your hair right. color. <laughs> right, because she's like, Amos, Amos, say something, anything. You, you changed her hair. Thunk out. <laughs> Okay, okay, he's alive. That makes me feel better. So she gets him set up in the med bay, and it looks like Alex may have a broken neck because he's in one of those neck restraints. Right, or maybe she was just doing it to, just in case. Oh, safety, yeah. yeah, just in case. Make sure there's nothing broken back there. And Amos comes to and asks why she, you know, asks her if she's back to help or back to stay oh again let's just twist that knife in my heart that's already a little broken with tilly right and of course she admits that being away made her understand that the rossi is my family now did you notice the way she was talking changed like it it started kind of belter and then it turned into how she normally sounds right i was like okay am i hearing that for real yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Belter accent disappeared pretty damn quickly. Yeah. Now, what really hurt was when she said that, Amos turns away from her. So even though he's she saved them, he still hasn't let it go. Yeah, but then he, he I felt like he kind of did. Because, like, it took him a minute, like, he needed to think for just that moment. Okay. And then he, didn't he say, okay? Like, he looks back at her and it's like, okay. Yeah, I do think he did does say that. So, I think it's like, almost like, I'm going to let you stew. All right, yeah. all right, I'm over it. <laughs> because it's Amos at this point. Right. So, Naomi heads up to the command deck and starts looking at the ship and trying to figure out what the hell is going on when she notices that a uh, hatch has been opened. It didn't even look like it was open. It looked like it was just blown apart. Right. I was like, what? So she goes to investigate, and we have Mech Melba making her move. I was surprised that the way she came in, because you've seen her put something on the hull of the ship. So I'm guessing that's why it looked like it was blown apart. But again, I'm thinking, if it was like blown apart or ripped open or whatever, because there's a hole, how is there any air in there? Right. Is it because of the purple goo? That's 
a possibility. Okay. It is a possibility. And at first, Naomi is able to avoid Melba by doing some nice zero-G maneuvering. Right. But finally, Melba gets her down, uses her mechanical arm to start strangling her. And I start freaking out. Yes. (laughs) And I start tweeting, Amos, oops, Anna to the rescue. (laughs) Yeah, because I totally expected Amos to somehow end up there and, like, do something really bad to Melba. Yes. But no, it was Anna. And you go, what? Right. And then Anna's just like, hi. What? Are you all right? (laughs) What? Anna, how are you just like, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, I just knocked her out. Gotcha. I'm helping you out. Hey, look, I'm on the Rossi. Yeah, it was just like... It's one of those things. Yeah, just nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I had the WTF face. I know I yeah. had that face. I'm having, I have that face right now. I know I do because it's one of those where you're like, all right, I, I don't know if I should face palm or I should do something else. It's just like I, I was seriously like, okay, let me take this in for a minute. Right, and and you have to think about it this way. Anna is. She hasn't even considered doing what she just did ever before in her entire life. That's true. And yet she was able to get enough courage to go out into the unknown and track Melba down and save somebody. Right. Because she's like, all right, well, you know what? She took out Tilly. All right. I need she to figure this whoever out. whoever was on the sun you. Right. And she's trying to kill Holden. So... Yeah. I'm the, I'm a hero now. <laughs> you go, damn girl. Yep. Got to figure something out because. And so, yeah, overcoming the unknown like that. Yeah. You might be a little giddy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was able to give her a pass on that. It, yeah. It was just one of those things. It uh, was weird. Yes. There's no doubt about it. It was weird. But... Yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. But. How many of you had that same look upon your face? Had to, (laughs) like, lift your jaw back up? And we still got another episode or two? We have two episodes next Wednesday. Yeah. And, wow. Two more. Yeah, this is going to be wild. Yeah, if if this is happening and we thankfully have another season, what the heck is happening? Right. Hey, Steve, did we get any feedback this week? Oh, we sure did. Our friend from the Netherlands, Fred, has once again provided some audio feedback, so let's take a listen. Hello, Fangirl Zone podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for DX Bond Season 3, Episode 11. A bit depressing uh, episode with all kinds of people dying and being wounded, even semi-important characters uh, like Dilly. Drummer getting severely wounded. Does she survive? I think she will, especially because gravity is uh, restored uh, now. I think uh, it would be a big loss to to lose her as a character. The whole interaction between her and Ashford was uh, quite nice. It took uh, quite some time of the episode, but uh, I think it was quite nice how they interacted. The, The big, big machine that squeezed them, actually, was quite reminiscent for me, by the way, to the machines they used in the 1965 series, the Marination series, the Thunderbirds. 
which is actually the very first series I ever saw uh, in my life. Apart from, perhaps, the 1960s uh, Batman series. Last week's podcast, I said something about the crew of Bobby, uh, so the Martian crew. I think that is increasingly they are towards a mutiny. They disagree all orders that uh, Bobby gave. Uh, this could cause a mutiny, and in that way, perhaps Bobby lands up with Holden back on the Rocinante. I really wonder what will happen, of course, in the next two episodes, uh, being the season finale. I missed Monica and her cameraman. I especially like Anna Hopkins, uh, so I wonder if they will get back in uh, in the season finale. Or that they are such minor characters that we won't see them uh, back again. One other thing I'm expecting for the finale is that we will see something of Earth back. It uh, would be strange if Earth is uh, getting out of the picture completely from now on. So where is Avicerala? What is she doing? One nitpick. Anna st- stated that she has no zero gravity experience, but she does get a suit and uh, flies towards the Rosanante. It's quite unlikely. Oh, okay, that was all for this episode. I will send you a picture of uh, a comparison between uh, the big machines in the cargo bay of the Behemoth and a picture of uh, one of the Thunderbirds vehicles. Okay, greetings. You can place that on the on the website or, or on the Facebook site if you like. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, we're right there with you, Fred, with uh, being depressed about what happened to Tilly. That was tragic. And, um, of course, drummer, yeah, being impaled in the leg might be survivable if they were not in a zero-G situation. So, hopefully they'll be able to uh, get her back on her feet after all this is over with. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And a nice callback to the Thunderbird series of the 60s with the farm equipment looking similar to the equipment that they used. For those of you who do not know, it was a British sci-fi series in, from 64 to 66 using a form of electronic marionette puppetry combined with scale model special effects sequences. So here in the U.S., if you were able to catch any of that, it was probably on your local PBS station. And then they like did a old reboot. old Doctor Who's. Yeah. They did a reboot, and it was so cheesy. And they purposely made it cheesy at that point. Yeah, yeah, it got extremely cheesy with the reboot. And once again, we definitely agree with you that Bobby's crew is going to be trouble oh, aggravating it's like listen to your superior officer <laughs> maybe she knows some stuff listen yeah but i mean if everything comes down to it i'm cool with her back in the rossi very true <laughs> yeah. and yeah we did miss anna i mean monica <laughs> not anna well she's anna yeah yeah anna banana <laughs> Because if you like her, make sure you check her out on Killjoys this season. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we kind of hope we're going to get to see Ava Solara back on Earth in the finales, but kind of never know. It's She's kind of taking a back seat here in the last few episodes. I know, and I really want her because, I don't know, her snark is amazing. I'm wondering if she has a movie or something coming out. Maybe that's why she wasn't on so much. Yeah, it's possible, I guess. I haven't seen anything, but yeah, there's got to be 
some reason because we need our Avasalara fixes badly. And the one only nitpick was definitely understandable. Uh, we discussed that in length and basically gave it a hand wave that she knew she had to do something. And it was basically, from my perspective, is she just overcame her fear and just did it. <laughs> That's got to be the only thing. I mean, when we talked about it, I, I know it was just like, uh, what, what's going on? But at, at this point, we kind of roll with everything that happens and just assume we may have missed something off screen anyway. Right. <laughs> well, once again, Fred, thanks for your feedback, and we are looking forward to your feedback for this two-episode finale coming up. Thanks, Fred. Well, why don't you send us your feedback? Send us an email at sci-fi talk, that's S-Y-F-I, talk, obviously, at fandrelzone.com, and we will read it like we do with Fred's, or... You can go to our website, www.fangirlzone.com, and we have the contact links there, so you can send us a, a message through Twitter or Facebook, and I don't think you can do it on Instagram. You can like our pictures, but <laughs> check out the website, too. You can send us messages on our comments there, and, of course, through YouTube as well. While you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. So, wow, with this episode, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. We're all in this shit together, and this is the only way we're going to get out of it. And until next time.